including an open heart surgery, Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon, especially when he was so little. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part of creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how the Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the sheep sleeps tonight. It just isn't the same without the lion. Join the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance today. Visit sdzwa.org. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 TQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. If it's not the goat, then they're full of sheep. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back. And I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am the father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat. Oh, hi. I'm Hollywood Steve. You caught me relaxing in my music nook. From 1976 to 1984, the radio airwaves were dominated by really smooth music, also known as Yacht Rock. These Yacht Rockers docked a remarkable fleet of number one hits, and every song has a story behind it. Let me tell you one. Dave Schultz back live at at Sunbelt Media Days uh, in uh, New Orleans, uh, Louisiana at the Sheridan. We're powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International. Uh, We interviewed and recorded all of the coaches and all of the players before the show, except the three that are supposed to be here at the beginning of the show. So whenever we get uh, Ricky Ronnie and... uh, uh, and the ODU players, we will have them on. Uh, I still have to get some interviews back to uh, Linden, so we will be jam-packed full of uh, interviews here as we are down here in New Orleans wrapping it up as per uh, usual. We will be the last man standing here uh, to uh, to end the media days. Uh, yesterday, uh, Linden, before we get into Sunbelt, there were like five major stories yesterday, right? Yeah, huge. We had Saquon Barkley signing to begin with. Mm-hmm. Then we had uh, uh, Bronny James having a heart attack, yep. right? You had Stefan Diggs signing. You had uh, Justin Herbert signing. You had Messi scoring two more goals and assisting on another. 
Are you telling me the top story in sports today, because I have not seen anything, is that Travis Kelsey swung and missed with Taylor Swift? Yes, sir. The story will be up on 103.3 The Gold shortly, but uh, it's titled Travis Kelsey Couldn't Catch Taylor Swift. He was uh, denied by Taylor uh, when he tried to get her number and also... Uh, the, uh, tied into that story, the Austin Reese story, Austin was never dating uh, Taylor Swift. He doesn't know who put that out there. He doesn't have her number. He never met her. He doesn't even listen to her music. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so so what, was he at the concert when she played in Kansas City? Right? How did? Yep. Where did they cross paths? So uh, apparently uh, Swift was trying to go to the to the Arrows tour as it stopped at Arrowhead Stadium. And um, he said that he made friendship bracelets with his phone number on them because apparently Taylor has like a friendship bracelet song or something like that. He made it with her phone number and uh, he personally went out to try to give it to her management or her friend. And when the friend went back there to uh, tell Taylor Apparently, he was denied. Wow. How did this come out? Did he say this? Yes, he put it on. It was it was oh, put, out, put it out. It was put out via, well, the full story was put out via TMZ, but he told on his podcast how she rejected him. Wow. Yeah. How about that? But, I mean, he's Travis Kelsey, man. He's one of the most attractive men in the NFL. He has ex- uh, so many suitors. To me, I think this only raises his stock showing other women like, hey, look what I'm willing to do. And this woman didn't even want to give me the time of day. People are going to feel sorry for him. This is a master. This is a master plan in dating, uh, Dave. He pull- He's pulling the swoop on other women without them realizing he's pulling the swoop. Okay, so now I have to go. So now I have to go and ask Taylor Swift out to get rejected. Is that uh, is that the, um, what we're doing? For you, it wouldn't work, Dave. But because right. it's Travis Kelsey, it worked. <laughs> I mean, I, I, this. I mean, I guess the the surprising part to me is that Travis Kelsey isn't dating anybody right now. Uh, well, you know, he just got out of a, a eight or six year relationship. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. He, so he's being single man Kelsey now. I mean, that's a shocking thing. I mean, I mean, you don't forget, this is the guy who had a reality TV show called Catching Kelsey before he was right. before he was really famous. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and she had just gotten out of a relationship, although we don't know how long that relationship was. Yeah, that was a toxic. Uh, don't even get me started on her, her right, ex right. Nazi boyfriend. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. We will get uh, to the ODU players and coaches when they uh, get over here from the dome. But let's talk about the, the running back situation. I, I got to tell you, uh, Lyndon, I, I think Saquon Barkley, his agents finally did the right thing. Like, outside of not getting into the contract that we can't be franchise tag next year, uh, which could be a little bit of an issue. But there, there's no recourse for these running backs. Maybe they had that Zoom call, which was, I guess, on Sunday night or Monday, and we heard Delvin Cook talking about it to Rich Eisen uh, on Monday. Maybe they saw that Zoom call and they realized we, we, there's nothing we can do. There is no mm-hmm. recourse. The only thing they can do, and it's a risk because it's a running back, is to hold out after, like, your second season. You have to hold out to get that long-term contract early on in your career. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, I tried to think of ways like, oh, um, you know, 
running backs start off as free agents instead of getting drafted. I heard people say uh, draft, let running backs go into the draft earlier. But to your point, there's no real way to fix this without messing up the landscape with other players. Because if you That's right. if you let them come in as free agents, quarterbacks are going to be, why can't we come in as free agents? Why can't this? Why can't that? It's just something running backs have to accept. And honestly, to your point that you made a while ago about uh, Taysom Hill and just other players having to take a page out of his book and making yourself a Swift's army knife, running backs now have to be the, a runner, a catcher. And if you can play special teams, I would try to play special teams. If you're a running back in college and you're listening to this, I would attempt to do everything I can to where I have to show that my value is there. Look at Christian McCaffrey. Look at Alvin Kamara. You have to make yourself the most valuable. And honestly, Saquon probably is in that ballpark with those guys. But the issue with Saquon is his injury history is extensive. Yeah, I, again, I don't have an answer for these guys. I, it, the market is what it is. They should get paid. They deserve to get paid. But again, when you can pay somebody 20%, and still get 80% of the production, I'm not sure why anybody would do that. Now, having said that, when it comes to the quarterback, Justin Herbert signs what is now the richest contract in NFL history. How many playoff games has he won so far? Zero. <laughs> Zero, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Right. So we all want to joke about Daniel Jones, who threw a two grand total of 16 touchdown passes last year, right? Yeah. And Daniel Jones has a playoff win on exactly. the road, by the way. And so... It's it's very interesting, and I'm you know I think uh, on New York radio yesterday, Tiki Barber said he thinks that Daniel Jones can be a top five quarterback in this league. Oh, top gee. five, top five. I don't know about that. I think he could be a top ten quarterback, but I don't know about top five. I mean, maybe. How many touchdowns do you need to throw to be a top ten quarterback? Oh, you got to throw at least. I would say. What? Let me look to see what Josh Allen threw last year just to just to get a gauge. Well, don't you? I mean, it's now 17 games, remember. Don't you have to at least throw 30 Se- touchdowns? I would assume so. I I was going to say at, at minimum you have to throw 17. You got to get one a game. Well, you got to get at least one a game. But that's bad. Yeah, I, I don't I know, think that's true. I, I don't think that's good. I, so what did Jalen Hurts throw last Josh year? Josh Allen threw 35. That's a good that's a good guess. That's a good person to see. But Josh Allen threw 35 last year. Let's see what Jalen Hurts threw because he'll be a top 5. But you also have to consider Jalen Hurts' rushing touchdowns sure. in that as well. Yes. So, well, so so is Daniel Jones. Yeah, no, no, for sure. For sure. Uh so throwing wise Jalen Hurts threw 22 last year, and he rushed for, let's see what he rushed for. Where's his rushing stats? All right. Um, so he, oh, rushing stats. He threw 22 uh, touchdowns, Dave, uh, in last season. Now, in terms of rushing, he rushed for, here we go, 13. All right, so that's 35, yeah. and he missed a couple of ball games, right? So he got to the Josh Allen total of 35 touchdowns yeah. with his legs and his arms. But he he missed. But Josh Allen would have rushed for more. Would have rushed for touchdowns too. Oh though. yeah, I didn't even I didn't even check. Yeah, Josh you didn't look at that. But but, yeah, to, yeah. Uh, but yeah. to be a, a top tier quarterback, I, I would assume you have to get over 22 touchdowns. Um, yeah, but look look at the top. Go go to the passing stats and okay. see the top 10 quarterbacks. Let's see. Um, they all got to be passing for three thousand. How many passing yards did Daniel Jones have last year? Let's see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna and go I know the they don't have these top flight wide receivers and yada yada yada. But somewhere now along the do. way, the quarterback has to make the wide receiver. So Patrick Mahomes threw forty two touchdowns with five thousand two hundred fifty yards. Right. Justin Herbert threw four thousand seven hundred thirty nine yards with twenty 
five touchdowns through oh. the air. Uh, we're not going to count Brady. Kirk Cousins did 4,547 yards with 29 touchdowns. Jared Goff had 4,438 with 29. Josh Allen had 35 with 4,283. Uh, Geno Smith had 4,282 with 30 touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence had 4,113 with 25 touchdowns. I already told you Jalen Hurts, but plus you can add 37, uh, 3,700s, uh, passing yards. Right. I'm trying to see Daniel Jones is all the way at the bottom, below Derek Carr, below Russell Wilson, below Tua, below Aaron Rodgers, as well as the other people I name, he threw 3,205 yards with 15 touchdowns, Dave. Did he, that's not good. Did he miss some games? Um, I'm not seeing the games played, but I can definitely check that for you. Let's see. Because that's not that's very not much good at all. all. Yeah, no, no, I know, I'm with you. So, games played... Let's see. Last year, no, he played all of them, Dave. All of them. And how many yards did you say? Three thousand and two hundred and five with fifteen touchdowns. And how many yards did Bryce Young pass for last year? Oh, um, I'm not sure. I have to Google that. I have to Google <laughs> right. that. But in terms of rushing touchdowns, just because we 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 both agreed that Daniel Jones, you have to consider his rushing. He had seven hundred and eight rushing yards and seven touchdowns. But still, that doesn't even sure, put okay. him... Yeah, All right, like, so that gives him 23 touchdowns total. Yeah, which is n- nowhere close to Jalen Hurts, because Jalen Hurts had 22 in the air, and then another, like, uh, 13 on the ground. Yeah, so that's still not top 10 quarterback. No, no, nowhere yeah, near. So, yeah, no. But now they're paying him, although not nearly as much as Justin Herbert, but now there's real pressure on Justin Herbert. And again, if the Chargers, you know, if the Chargers get off to a bad start and the Patriots get off to a bad start, I'm going to tell you, they're going to start talking about Belichick to the Chargers. Last year, Bryce Young threw 32 touchdowns and had 3,328 yards. Hmm. All right. He yeah. had more than that, but that was only in. Oh, but his tw- his twenty twenty one season, he had four thousand eight hundred seventy two. Right. right. So, but for both his major years, he has thrown more touchdowns and more yards than NFL quarterback Daniel Jones. Yeah, but he only played in thirteen games last year. True. In true, fact, true, true, no, true. he missed one, no, so no, he would have only in, played uh, in 12. twelve. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say he played in twelve and had more yards and touchdowns than Daniel Jones. And in the year he threw four thousand. 872, he played 15 games and had 47 touchdowns. All right, so what? if you're looking at it, where's Derek Carr? Oh, okay. Uh, Derek Carr is right above Daniel Jones with 3,522 yards, and he had 24 touchdowns uh, to go along with that. So if he can so, get to fourth, I mean, I, I don't think it's crazy. He can get to 4,000 yards and 30. Oh, I think he can. With better and receivers. And 30 touchdowns? Yeah, man. He Better team, better defense, better offensive line, Papa John's. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, uh, but better offensive line, better running game, better weapons. Uh, Derek Carr will at least, at uh, I think, eclipse the 3,522 yards. I think he'll get anywhere between 3,800 and 4,000 yards, and he should be at 30 touchdowns minimum. All right, let's take a timeout. We still don't see any ODU coaches. We'll come back and chat. We'll see if they show up here for 3.30. Um, Don't be surprised if they, you know, 
Don't show up at all. It's okay, Dave. We can rock out. Me and you, me and you haven't be, talked be ready a couple for that. days. Well, yeah, that's fine. we have plenty. I still have a few too. more interviews uh, to get back to you. It is a uh, Wednesday afternoon sports chat. It's a Yacht Rock edition. We are live at Sunbelt Media Days, powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International on 103.3 The Goat. It's a good thing goats have four stomachs. Otherwise, there's no way we could swallow some of these takes. Hey, goat, what's going on out there? the goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Louisiana's biggest pop culture event of the summer is back. Shreveport's Comic-Con GeekCon returns to downtown Shreveport this August. Live at the Shreveport Convention Center, August 18th through the 20th, you can meet legendary filmmaker Kevin Smith. Hey, Louisiana, it's me, Kevin Smith, and I am coming to GeekCon right in Shreveport, kid. Shreveport, Louisiana, I'll see you there. You can also meet Superman actor Brandon Routh from Doctor Who, John Barrowman, the voice of Darth Maul, Sam Witwer, Olympic gold medalist and WWE Hall of Famer, Kurt Angle, as well as stars from Steven Universe, Harry Potter, Disney, The Mandalorian, Marvel, and more. Tickets are on sale now at ShreveportGeeks.com. Don't miss the $2,500 cosplay contest this year at GeekCon. That's right, over $2,000 on the line during the cosplay contest. Buy your tickets now at ShreveportGeeks.com. Lafayette Roofing, from the roof to the roots of Acadiana. We know issues with your roof can be intimidating and maybe even expensive. But not if you call Lafayette Roofing. Big or small, we handle it all at a price you can afford. We also offer our standard five-year labor and materials warranty. Lafayette Roofing takes pride in being in the heart of Acadiana and the official roofing company of your Rage and Cajuns. So if you need a roof, who else would you call? Call Lafayette Roofing. Our name says it all. 237-ROOF. That's 237 63. Mess with a goat. <laughs> You'll get the horns, then the butt. Because <laughs> that's what goats do. 1033, the goat. Perfect. It's a little Yacht Rock edition of a Wednesday afternoon sports chat. You know, we're talking to the guys from the beach, from Virginia Beach. They're from Norfolk. They are from ODU. We have uh, the nation's leading tackler uh, joining us right now, uh, all powered by Lafayette Roofing and uh, Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International. He is Jason Anderson, linebacker from ODU. It's been a long day, dude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, what have you liked so far about about Sunbelt Media Day? Well, so honestly, far as it's wrapping up. Yeah, honestly, everything. I mean, there's a bunch of great guys. Uh, you got to, well, we got to meet a, a bunch of the players from, you know, the other teams in our conference and stuff like that, which has been great to get to know them and stuff, and a couple of their coaches as well. And the food, I mean, the food lunch was uh, terrific. So, I mean, it's been great. Have you had that kind of food before? No, truthfully, no. I've never had uh, any type of New Orleans food before. He's Jason Henderson, linebacker from where is Dingman's Ferry, Pennsylvania? It's about, um, it's like right on the border of New Jersey and New York, um, literally top right of Pennsylvania. So, Is that the Delaware Water Gap? Yeah, 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 yeah. No kidding. Yeah, All right. I live literally square, or square right. in the middle of it. The best part about that is 
I shocked him because I knew about the Delaware water. Mm -hmm. You did. All right. Um, you guys had a pretty good start to the season, all right, and kind of kept it off with a dominating performance against Coastal Carolina. What was that ball game like? I mean, that, that game, it just was uh, so surreal. I mean, it, just waking up that day, there was just something in the air that day for us, and it just... It, I would say from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to sleep, it was just probably one of the best days of the season. And I don't, you know, you have those football games where it seems like, you know, kind of everything goes the wrong way for you. But um, that game, it seemed like everything went the right way for us. And, you know, it, it seemed like everything clicked for us on offense. Everything clicked for us on defense, you know. Um, it was just kind of a, a really fun game to be a part of. And it was uh, a great thing to experience as well. Uh, and then what happened? You guys kind of tailed off from there. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to give you an exact reason of what happened or why it happened. But, uh, yeah, we definitely did tail off a little bit. But, you know, that's all right. It's a new season this year. And then, I mean, going back, you know, you guys could have just bailed out last game of the year post-Thanksgiving in Mobile. South Alabama's having a, a record-setting season, and it was a one-score ball game. And you were playing without your big offensive lineman, Nick Settleberry. Right. I mean, um that that's the one thing I loved about this team. No matter what happened, no matter what the situation was, you know, after our bull uh bull game dreams or hopes or whatever were canceled, you know, we easily could have just, you know, hung up the cleats, said Absolutely. whatever, didn't care about anything. But uh, that's just not the team we are, you know. Um everyone loves each other. We're all brotherhood, we're all we all trust each other and you know, no matter what the situation is, we're all gonna go to war for each other each uh, each and every week. And you know, that's just one thing that excites me more and more about this uh season coming up because we have such a great group of guys from that past season and we have so many more new players coming in that we're able to take under our wing and kind of you know introduce our culture to and i just think there's a lot of good things headed for us so some guy and we're talking with jason henderson linebacker led america in tackles last year with 186 uh tackles 39 more than the second tackler in the country so the sunbelt last year had the nation's all-time leading tackler in carlton marshall and had the nation's leading tackler for the season uh, in you last year some guys did transfer out running back transfer out wide receiver transfer out i'm going to guess that you had an opportunity to transfer out why did you decide to stay um odu is just a place that i'd um rather be right now you know uh coach ronnie and our coaching staff here at odu in particular coach siler and everything like that you know they they've done a world's difference for me being at odu i mean that they're probably a reason for 99 percent of my success at the college level you know and i've had great coaches growing up all over you know my high school coaches were awesome i mean wouldn't even be here without them same thing with middle school and everything but it's just the coaches here they're more than just football coaches you know they're life coaches as well and they they set great life examples as well as teach you life goals and examples and stuff like that and the way to just you know become a better person and things like that which is you know big thing to me but not only is it just me it's my parents as well and you know my mom my dad and my grandfather were the three biggest things in my recruiting and you know I knew I could trust this coaching staff with everything in this school. So did they. So, you know, the three, four of us all just kind of agreed that, you know, this is home. And, you know, once I came down here, kind of just all mixed together well for me. And I just decided, you know, why leave? This is the place I want to be. I'm usually the one making them cry. He's making me cry over <laughs> here. But, um, uh, so you're talking about uh, life experiences. Ricky Ronnie, Cornell, an Ivy League uh educated quarterback uh, does he ever throw that into your face and at the same time we learned last year he didn't take advantage of that uh and he was disappointed in, in what happened until maybe it was too late yeah i mean no, he'll never throw that in, in our face well he should stuff. it's the ivy league yeah, well, <laughs> but he didn't whatever. take advantage of it he did say he, did, he didn't study nearly as much as he should have right well 
<laughs> That's nice to know because he'll say that now, but he's on our he's on our tales of study all the time. Well, that's, so that's, that's nice. the life exp- that's the life experience. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He's taking his his not so great experience at Cornell, self induced, mm-hmm. and using it to teach you that, that you know no matter where you're going, uh, you can get a good education. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, he's a he's a great guy, and so is the rest of the coaching staff. So I'm just I'm very pleased and blessed to be there. All right, what are we looking forward to for uh, ODU? You got uh, has the defense changed? Is the defense staying the same? Because the offense is going to change. Um. Yeah, I mean, the offense might change a little bit. Uh, I mean, I'm a defensive guy. I don't really know too much about it other than what I play against. Nothing really different about the defense. Just, I mean, for me personally, it's just another year under Coach Siler. So more development there for me. And, I mean, each year it seems like that guy develops me more and more. So I'm very thankful for that. And, you know, I just think, um, you know, with a lot of players leaving, but as well as a lot of players coming in, I think it's going to be different. But so as it is for every other team in the conference and in the country is that and um no i'm just excited to see what happens for us you know like i've said coach Sai is a great guy he's going to take control of it make sure that the leaders do what they need to do to make sure all the teammates are doing what they need to do to be good and make sure that we uh can do some good things for the uh, conference this year all right he is uh, jason henderson linebacker from odu it's a tough division how do you guys try to climb up that ladder i mean yeah like you said it's a very tough decision um I mean, look at what we did just in the beginning of last year. I right. mean, multiple Sun Belt teams were Should have beaten down. Virginia, by the way. Sorry to bring that up. Should have beaten Virginia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, well, move on from that. <laughs> oh, well, but, um, right, 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 right. You know, a bunch of Sun Belt uh, teams, I mean, we, we were taking down Power 5 teams in the beginning of last yeah. year. So yep. I think that just uh, says a lot about the conference and how challenging it is. So, I mean, just to be in a conference like that itself, is it's great, you know. And I think that's great for, I'm not going to speak for other schools, but I think every school, you know, right. being a part of the Sun Belt is going to be huge for recruiting and everything like that. Not that that's any of my business, but just something that I kind of noticed and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I'm just very excited to see what this team and as well as this conference can do. So you still have two years of eligibility left. Correct. I still have two more years. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so how, what were you good at when you started and what have you improved at? Um. I would say I was good at my um, just like life discipline. You know, I was always on time, stuff like that. And you know, that sounds like not a big deal, but it really is a big deal, right? Yeah, for an eighteen-year-old, that's really important. And it it taught me so much because um, you know I was never missing anything. I was always there to learn what's going on around me and stuff. And you know, I had a lot of great people teaching me when I grew up and stuff like that. Or like when I first got here at ODU, and they taught me things that now I could take and kind of pass on to the younger kids and new kids coming in and stuff like that so it's just been a lot are you a justified fan have you ever seen that show no so that's a it's, so. it's a new show they get a new series out uh justified primeval he says there's no such thing as on time you're either early or you're late yeah. Do you believe right. that um <laughs> does that make sense my biggest thing is like i just i feel guilty if i'm i'm with you like if i'm yes. like four or five minutes early like i feel guilty Four you know, or five minutes early, you feel guilty. Right. right. Like, I feel like I'm late. I'm not okay. doing something right. So, I mean, it, it could be a 6.30 lift. I'll be in the building by 5.30, 5.45, just making sure, you know, I'm there. So I can't have any, oh, well, my car broke down. I'm not going to be on time. Right. Just so, like, you know, there's kind of, I make it so there's no room for error, really, in my situations and stuff like that. Just because, you know, I don't want to be that guy to be late to something and then also have to be the leader to harp on other people. So it's like kind of like leading by example, but at the same time, not really. It's just kind of doing the right thing all the time. All right. So I waited a half an hour to get my hair cut. 
mm-hmm. how long should I wait? Because now he's wasting my time. Uh, I don't right? know. Right? How yeah. long do you wait? If I have a set appointment at 9.30 and mm-hmm. I'm not in that chair until 10 o'clock, he thinks his time is more important than my time. Right. That's not fair. Not at all. No, definitely. Five minutes, ten minutes. Oh, we could work with we, that. We could work with but that, still, right? It is what it is. still not the right thing to do, but we could work with right. it. Right. You got you have, Life happens. Phone calls mm-hmm. happen. What happened? Yeah. Right. All right. He is Jason Henderson, linebacker from ODU. Thanks for hopping on a Wednesday afternoon sports chat. Best of luck this season, okay? Thank you so much. Thank you for All having right. me. Thank you so much. All right. We'll be back with more ODU live from Sunbelt Media Days on 103.3 The Goat. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. <laughs> 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, thinking about gas mileage? If your check engine light is on, it may be affecting your MPGs. But the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help. With the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes, you'll know what's affecting your gas mileage and more. And you don't have to drive too far to find the fix. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service is available at all 6,200 stores. See details at AutoZone.com. Are you ready to smell better naked? I'm Dr. Shannon Klingman, the OBGYN creator of Lumi, the whole body deodorant that's clinically proven to control odor for 72 hours on pits, feet, privates, and beyond. It's pH optimized to safely and effectively control odor anywhere you have it, but wish you didn't. Plus, it's proven to work better than a shower with soap alone. Whether you shower twice a day or three times a week, Lumi works better. And did we mention it's aluminum-free? With over 200,000 five-star reviews, I'm so sure you're going to love it or you can return it for free. There's a special offer for listeners. Use code 500 and get an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack that comes with a solid stick, cream tube, free product of your choice, and ships free with code 500. L-U-M-E deodorant.com code 500 for an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack. Love it or return it for free. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com code 500. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I want to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talking of Katie 103.3 The Goat. <laughs> All right, Dave Schultz back at Sunbelt Media Days in New Orleans. Uh, everybody is about out. This is uh, the <laughs> the last uh, group of people that are in it is the ODU uh, Monarchs. We are brought to you by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International. We're here with Ricky Ronnie, the head coach of ODU. I, I need some coffee. Do you have some coffee? I could use some coffee. I'm not a coffee guy. I'm more of a, one of those energy drink guys, which is probably uh, extremely uh, worse for you, right? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely uh, uh, but but that, I, I, I have enough vices, so I've tried to stay away from coffee. To be honest with you, and then maybe TMI portion of the show, I t- kind of just drink coffee for the digestive purposes. <laughs> all right. So, you know, there you go. That, that's maybe really, I need to get on that. It's maybe. really only one cup of coffee a day. I'm not, I don't drink coffee for the taste. I don't like the way it tastes. Uh, I, I can't feel the caffeine in it. So it may be psychological in this case, you know, yeah. but uh, usually it's just one cup of coffee right after breakfast. And you there know, you go. I'm not one of those guys. Well, I haven't had my cup of coffee yet, Dale. That's not, <laughs> I, I, we certainly have. We certainly have coaches like that. I assure you. So. Uh, there's, there's, no, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. All right. You guys got off to a great start last year uh, and it kind of peaked with Coastal Carolina in Coastal Carolina. You just kept on running down their throat, just kept on running, running, running. How much fun was that football game? 
Yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, obviously, and really it was both sides. I, I think the one thing that's kind of overlooked sometimes is, I mean, you know, Grace McCall's a great player, and their offense has been traditionally really, really good, and we were able to sack them seven times. So everyone always likes to talk about how, how well we ran the ball, which is obviously tremendous. Um, but, you know, being able to get to him the way we did too, uh, it, it was a great team win, and I think, you know, that was, that was kind of a uh, – we knew that's how we could play. Unfortunately, we never replicated that again, and and that's something that uh, you know there's a number of factors on that, and 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 we need to correct all those. But uh, we know that you know that that's what our program can be. And, and so, what happened as as you've looked back, and I'm sure you've answered this incessantly, yeah. right? It's got it's one thing when you lose the last game of the year, but it's been a little bit since ODU has put one in the, in the W column. Yeah. Uh, what, what was your overall assessment of of what happened at the end of the year? You know, uh, I thought one of the main things was we just kind of lost some confidence. Um, and, 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 and it, so there was a little bit of a moment where we waited for the other shoe to drop. Um, and, and I think that that was, you know, a part of it. And, and, you know, if you look at it, we were still in a lot of those games, right? I mean, it, it, there's one score games in there to, to Georgia Southern, a very close game to Marshall one score game to South Alabama. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, there's a there's a bunch of games in there that are that are close. So um I think that that was really the biggest trigger for us is we, we once we we didn't come up um on the right side of it a couple times and it was kind of we waited for the other shoe to drop and that's my my job to get that fixed and and a little bit of it was consistency and depth which we I think we have fixed uh through recruiting and through development and other things but you know we've got to get that mentality and that confidence uh factor fixed as well I may or may not have heard somebody uh, speak out uh, at halftime of the South Alabama ball games keep on screwing around and see what happens you're talking about the other shoe dropping you didn't have your offensive lineman Nick Zeldaberry he's getting ready to play in the senior bowl he's now with the Saints all of a sudden he comes up with food poisoning yeah. the night before the game and he tried uh and he kept trying to go and i kept thinking he might be able to go and and uh and he just couldn't he couldn't keep anything down so i mean if you think Too about much that, coffee yeah i guess so <laughs> and, and, it, and it, it i mean he looked like heck uh at, at, at pre-game meal that day and all that sort of stuff so it just wasn't what you know was a bad deal for us and you know i mean that was part of it i mean if you look at we didn't have all of our horses all the time and but we've got to be able to have enough depth to where we overcome that stuff and i feel like we're getting toward that point um years past we've had some great offensive linemen um but maybe we only had six or seven of them that we felt could could play at that championship level i feel like now through time and development um through some recruiting we, we've been able to have I, I feel like now it's it's upwards of nine and ten which is a little bit more um same at corner we've really only played with two corners the last two years mm. um but you know this year i feel like we'll have four or five you know what i mean uh maybe even upwards of six uh so i think wide receiver we've really only played with maybe four wideouts in every game mm. where you know, this year I could see us playing with seven. Uh, so I think that not only helps us from a, uh, a depth standpoint overall, but it helps our special teams as well. We're talking with Ricky Ronnie, ODU, Monarchs head coach. Do you rotate the corners? Obviously, when you only have two, you can't really do that. But if you have a half a dozen guys, do you rotate them in? We certainly would like to. Right. Um, I think it, I think it's uh, especially because we have some guys who are different body types, so maybe they might play a little bit different. That's kind of hard to game plan for. It's like, okay, sure. okay, this guy's in. we got to call these plays. Oh, all right, this guy's in. We, it, and it gets a little tough if you're, if you're a play caller. I've, I've gone through that before. Um, so, yeah, we would like to. 
Uh, but it's just been something where the guys weren't quite ready yet. Right. Uh, we got to a place where we had three kind of at the end of the last year. Um, but if we can have, you know, four or five, I mean, that really helps us out. It helps us in dime packages. It helps us in a number of right. different areas, right? right? So, um, so, And then come can, that fourth quarter, the guys you want in there are rested and, or not exhausted. Right. They're fresh. Exactly. Yeah, right. And your special teams, like if a guy's good enough to play for you on, on defense, now he's playing on special teams. Right. Your special teams increase, right? And it's also guys who have already had game experience. So, you know, that chance to block that punt, it's not their one play a game. They've, they're, they're ready. They've, they've played. So I think that there's a bunch of different factors where it can really help you out. Talking to Ricky Ronnie, ODU head coach. All right, so the two teams that are the most interesting in the conference, because we know a lot about some of the teams, Texas State and ODU. And you guys went out and got, you know, they brought in the head coach of Incarnate Word, one of the top offenses. You went out and got the offensive coordinator and quarterback uh, from the other top offense in Fordham. What, what did offense look like in spring ball for ODU? Much improved, and I think he goes back to that word confidence. And I just think the guys played with confidence. Uh, they they thought to themselves that you know they were going to make plays and, and that sort of thing. You know that it, there's a, something when you have confidence, you believe in something that you can make a play that maybe that play shouldn't work, but you make it work. Right? And, right, and that sort right, of thing. Right, and, there, and there's right. a lot to be said for that. I think that, that that's something that I was able to witness firsthand when, um, you know, in 2016 and 17 when I was at Penn State and, and, and those guys just believed, you know, in this. So there'd be some things and all of a sudden, We'd call something, and, and Mike Kosicki would just jump over two guys and catch the ball, right? And it's <laughs> right, just like, right. oh, that was, that was awesome. Well designed. Yeah, and, and, you know, and obviously Coach Morehead was an awesome offense coordinator, so other times guys would be wide open. Sure. But those times when guys were wide open, that would breed that confidence, right? And so it would come up, and all of a sudden they'd have a play where they'd only be covered by one guy or whatever, and they'd be like, oh, well, I'm wide open right now. And so I think that those are the type of things that we're starting to see with, with our offense, and even our defense believes. I, I think our defense is starting to get a belief where hey we can get a couple more stops and get these guys to ball a little bit more you know we're going to score a lot of points so um that that's that's how you build a team that's how that's how you build a winning culture and, and that's that's something i'm excited to see right now talk to ricky ronnie odu head coach how do you get that offense to how long do you think it takes before we're going from thinking about it to reacting well it, it, it better take about five weeks, right? Uh, because, you know... Well, the, the, in theory, yes. Yeah, the reality of it is we're going to go into Plattsburgh and they better be ready. Uh, right, right. And, and then uh, you get the Cajuns at home to yeah. open up Sunbelt play the second week of the season. Yeah, then we, we only Stay have hot, to, coach. Yeah, then we only have to uh, come back and play an ACC opponent, Wake Forest. So, right. Um, right. You know, so it's a, th- there is no time for them to get ready. They're going to have right. to be ready to go. Right. And, and, and that's what makes college football great. There is no preseason. And, and, and everyone wants to change that and, oh, you know, all these sort of things. No, that's what makes our sport the best is that every game counts and every game matters. And you better be rip-roaring and going from right from the jump. And, and so I think that that's the thing that I think this camp is really, really important for us. So do you ramp it up in camp a little bit more knowing who the opponent is? You don't want to take anybody lightly, but there's not an FCS team that you're playing. And like you said, Blacksburg, Cajuns, Wake. I mean, uh we may do a few things where there's maybe a little bit more crowd noise, especially as we get close okay. to it and things sure. like that. Uh, you know, they may hear that uh, that chicken a little bit more than they <laughs> want to hear it and, and things like that. Uh, and we'll go against each other. One thing we will do is we'll probably um, do some more call it periods where it's not scripted okay. um, where we can do some of that stuff just so uh, both offensively and defensively they can 
they can get a feel for how things are going to be called and that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, obviously we know how Coach Tyler is going to call a game. That's not what I mean. But what it, we do have some new players on defense, so they need to feel that. Right. And so I think that, that those type of situations really help them feel the speed of the game and, and, and those type of things. And so the big thing when you're going from camp to the game is, you know, you got to be ready. But you got to be rested. If you work them too hard and they don't have any legs during the week of the game preparation, they're not going to have any legs, you know, during the week. Everyone wants to work out in the heat and humidity and be ready when it's nice and hot out. But somewhere along the way, you're like, all right, now I have to. We've installed everything. Now it's just time to get ready for the game. Yeah, and I think where that really happens is at the beginning. You know, it's funny. You want to go, and it's like, all right, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. Well. That's where a lot of soft tissue things happen. And if I right, if we right. get some soft tissue injuries, yeah, the guys will be back for the game, but they don't have all that practice time, so they're not right. going to be ready to go. And that's the most practice time they get all year. Absolutely, <laughs> especially with technique and fundamentals. Yeah, right, right. And and while we always try to make sure that we have technique and fundamentals every week and every practice, um, to say that you have as much as you do during that is that's not true. And, and so you better get a lot of it there and, and some things you need to work on and, and, and those sort of things. You can really become a better football player during preseason camp. And the guys that do are the guys that have great years. The guys that just try to maintain and, quote, unquote, get to the games, those are the guys that maybe they don't play as well. And so um, they've got to trust me that I'm going to get them to the game healthy, which means they've got to go 100% in the practices that they're at. They've got right, to do right. the technique. They've got to do the fundamentals. They've also got to go to the speed that I'm telling them to go. Um, mm. And so when we're out there and we're, I'm saying, hey, guys, this is a full contact practice. we got to go. They can't take it upon themselves to say, no, this is a half contact practice. Right. It's, it's got to be full speed. Um, and then they've got to trust me that I'm going to take care of them. I think I think we, we, we've built a lot of that trust, but that that is something that ultimately um, – it's my job to make sure I get them the game healthy. Wrapping things up with ODU's uh, Ricky Ronnie, what are the goals for the Monarchs here in 2023? I'm, I'm one of those old school guys. Our goal is to go 1-0 right now. Sure. And, and right now our goal is to 1-0 win and 0 camp. 1-0 right now is big. Yeah, well, it is. And yeah. for us, 1-0 is even camp, right? I mean, right. we got to win camp. I, I want to come out of camp saying that was the best camp I've ever been a part of. Um, and and that's, a, that's a lofty goal because I've been a part of some camps with some pretty special players in them, right? You know, when guys like Micah Parsons and Saquon Barkley sure. and things like that. So right. to say that we won camp is a pretty lofty goal. And as a team, I think we can do that. Um, I see the mentality. I see the work ethic that we have and, and, and the type of, you know, focus that we have. But we're going to have to have that for 29 days in a row. You get a commission check from Saquon? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I probably should give him one. Uh, first, 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 uh, first game I ever called was the, uh, um, Fiesta Bowl against Washington, and he was or wasn't going to play. I don't know if I'm going to play. Oh. And then all of a sudden, I, I called a play where he kind of kind of called a fake cadence where everyone looked over and handed him the ball. And 93 yards later, right. he uh, got on the headset. He said, "Coach, I think I'm done." I said, "All right, man, that's fine." <laughs> now it makes it a little bit easier when the guy you're replacing him with is Miles Sanders. Yes, so, <laughs> it was. It wasn't like we were going to the poorhouse there. Well, you know, they were right next to each other in NFL rushing last year. He is Ricky Ronnie, head coach of the ODU Monarchs. Thanks for stopping by a Wednesday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Goat. Best of luck. All right. Thank you for having me. All right. Let's take a timeout. We'll be back after this. More sports chat on 103.3 The Goat. Are you ready to smell better naked? I'm Dr. Shannon Klingman, the OBGYN creator of Lumi, the whole body deodorant that's clinically proven to control odor for 72 hours on pits, feet, privates, and beyond. It's pH optimized to safely and effectively control odor anywhere you have it, but wish you didn't. 
Plus, it's proven to work better than a shower with soap alone. Whether you shower twice a day or three times a week, Lumi works better. And did we mention it's aluminum-free? With over 200,000 five-star reviews, I'm so sure you're going to love it or you can return it for free. There's a special offer for listeners. Use code 500 and get an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack that comes with a solid stick, cream tube, free product of your choice, and ships free with code 500. L-U-M-E deodorant.com code 500 for an extra $5 off a Lumi starter pack. Love it or return it for free. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com code 500. Yo, babe, this one still needs to be back. The service at Chuck's car detailing business is spotless. But new word of mouth recommendations leave him short of hands. They don't have an appointment? Uh, Just get him in line behind the pickup truck. I'll stay for another couple hours and get it done tonight. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little go-to-ray. 103.3 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. Back on a Wednesday afternoon sports chat, Yacht Rock edition on 103.3 The Goat. We're live at Sunbelt Media Days, last man standing, as always is the case. Last one here, if, although not alone right now with Javon Harvey, a redshirt a redshirt junior wide receiver with the ODU Monarchs played 12 games last year, finished third on the team with 30 receptions, although second with 558 yards. When you heard about the new offensive coordinator and a new quarterback coming in, your thoughts were? It's time. (laughs) (laughs) It's time. With that being said, Coach Deck brings in a lot of intensity, a lot of energy and confidence that he's driving through us and we we're trusting in the system we're buying in we're we have a great quarterback room both grant wilson and jack shields are always leading us guys when i say leading like he's they're initiating that we go out on the field and throw with each other or go upstairs in the film room look at different defense see what we do in different scenarios and applying our new offensive system to the defense and just overall looking at film is getting better how long does it take to, to install a new offense? Uh, still working on it. Yeah, it's still working on it. Sure. Uh, during spring, it was just introduced to us. So, like, right. we was, we wasn't finding the details. We were just right. understanding the system, going out there, repping the plays so that we understand. But now it's about finding the details, which I mean, which what I mean is by, like, when we go out to the film room and look at the, um, the defenses, the coverages, for certain plays, we're going to have to make different decisions, and it's all about, like, knowing those details for what we would do when we put in, when we get put in those scenarios. So how do you know when you're in camp if it's good offense or good defense? If one team is, if you know, is it bad offense or bad defense? How do we know which is, if it's good or not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because uh, I didn't say it very well, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> so you can always say, like, the offense is always is scoring there, creating explosive plays. The offense is dominating, but 
Is that bad defense, though, is the question. That's, 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 that's kind of the... That's my yeah. question, right? Is it bad? Are you scoring because it's bad defense, or are you scoring because it's good offense? It's both. Sometimes it's both. Sometimes right. you just right. you out-scheme the defense, and you're able to create those matchups. Or sometimes maybe a defensive player lacks or blows a coverage. That's when you can blame it on the defense. But overall, we kind of work with each other and make each other better. Yeah, so it's much easier to fix yeah. busted plays yeah. than it is... Well, he's just faster than you. You yeah. can't do anything about a wide receiver going past you because you're faster than he is. Absolutely. That's different. Okay, we're talking with uh, talking with uh, Javon Harvey. Uh, you're out in Norfolk. You're going to school at home. Yeah. What was that? What's that like? Uh, it was different. Uh, coming out of high school, I kind of questioned myself, like, should I stay home? I actually reopened my recruitment up and decommitted, but I, I, I wanted to stay home. I wanted to do it for the home. And as you see, like, it brought many other opportunities for guys behind me to stay home as well. For example, uh, Lamarion James, cornerback, straight out of Norfolk too as well. We have numerous players from the 757, Denzel Lowry. We have Amari Morrison. We have, we have plenty of guys that's willing to stay home now. And I feel like I just, I wouldn't say set a, set an example, but I, I gave the kids, uh, a home. the kids. <laughs> I get I get kids coming out uh, a dream, man. Just to stay home, man. Sometimes you can do it for your hometown. Well, we got a little connection there. My brother, uh, Doctor Schultz, did his residency in Norfolk, and I know they're the Norfolk Tides now. But back in the day, they used to be the Tidewater Tides. Yeah, I remember. Play. Yeah, I heard, you remember that? Yeah. All right. So they used to play in the International League, uh, and we used to watch them come through Syracuse, uh, New York. Okay, a few more minutes here with Javon Harvey. What were you good at when you got into college, and what have you improved on since? Uh, coming into college, I was, I had more of a defensive mindset. My, um, actually my first commitment was for defense, but, and that, as you see that carry on to my, uh, special teams as I contribute a lot to special teams. Yeah. And I just feel like now, like, um, I'm looking at the small, the, the management parts of the game, like keeping up with my body, making sure, like, Make sure I'm eating right. Like the game, I ain't gonna say it come natural, but you can always work. It's always room for your game. But now, like, is it's more so making sure I can improve my game, which is my, the management of my body and stuff like that aspects of that part. Well, it says in your bio you're majoring in leadership. Is yeah, that, is that a thing? What does that entail? Uh, that's 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 really just the. That seems like a lot of psycholo- like a lot of psychology classes. Cause yeah, it, it kind of is. It's kind of like that's not tangible, right? It's not accounting. It's yeah. not law. Yeah, right. It's not medical. Yeah. it's kind of like mental. Yeah. is what it is. Yeah, it is, and it's it's more so like putting yourself in shoes of how would you act in different scenarios, like public safety. How would you lead in public safety? Being a uh, say, I was. Uh, Associate myself with like protecting like a firefighter. Like mm. I would have to lead different as if I was a woman in an organization and a, a, a company. I mean, it's just learning those aspects of each roles of being a leader, and uh, overall, that's helped my game as well. And being able to set examples for my uh, my room, being that I'm the leader, the oldest guy in my room, it, it it plays a key role. All right, so how can we not? I, I'm a um I'm not, I'm not sure it's not hashtag always a bright side, but how can we not overreact 
to bad plays, right? Uh, well, like, how, how can you be a leader and not get the guys to overreact if something doesn't go wrong? Because here's the secret sauce in yeah. watching, like, Nick Saban. Nick yeah. Saban doesn't really yell at his players yeah. outside of when they do something stupid. And actually, the ones he yells at is when they're up by 40 and they commit a personal yeah. foul. Otherwise... I think he yelled at them when they came out of halftime against Tennessee and had to delay a game. All right, well, they deserve to be yelled at. But for the most part, he's there picking them up because if the guy dropped the ball in the, four, in the first quarter, we need him to catch the ball in the fourth quarter. Getting in his face and yelling at him right now is not going to help the situation. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you asked that question because uh, Coach Ronnie, he, he's a great coach, and what he drives to us guys is always going one to know. And with, the, with that being said, that's like being where your feet are. You can't look too far ahead or get too far behind. So want to know basically is saying, like, if you make a bad play, move on to the next one. If you make a good play, so what? Move on to the next one. And that all, that played a big role in my growth as a player on the field because early in the season, you could, you could, you could check, like, I had to, uh, I had to learn how to, Control myself when I would when I make a bad mistake, I drop a pass. See, there's a difference between should have caught the ball, yeah, right, and could have caught the ball, yeah. Oh, even though you're going to tell me that could have caught the ball, you should have caught the ball. That's not yeah. the case, right? The other guy's trying to, and you got your fingertips on it, but he knocked he knocked you down and knocked the ball away. So that's yeah. a good play by him. But there's other times, you know, you were wide open and you had a step and you should have caught the ball. Yeah, I'm not being specific, but yeah. I'm just guessing. So yeah. how do you get past those? Uh, getting past that is. But more so off the field, it's the details of seeing the catch in, not looking at, not putting your eyes up too early to see what's ahead of you uh, after the catch. And like I said, that goes that goes along with being one to know. Catch the ball first, move on to the next job, which is running after the catch. And those are two different jobs. You have to catch first and run. That's after. That's totally two different things. And like I being like I said. Uh, Coach Ronnie just preaches that one to know mentality all through us, and it's and it's, it it plays it plays a huge role in how we how our success goes. All right, let's wrap it up with uh, Javon Harvey, uh, redshirt junior wide receiver for ODU. What can we expect from the Monarchs in 2023? Uh, for 2023, you're gonna expect like you're gonna expect a, a team that's ready to uh, ready to go to war. We we've been through the adversity, we've been through the struggles, we've been through the ups and downs. We've seen it all. We're just ready to uh, hit the field, and it starts with camp coming into the next Wednesday. we got to make sure our guys back, ready to go, all on the same page. The mental aspect has to be there, physical, and we're just ready to get back with each other and keep bonding. It's been a, it's been a minute since you guys had a win. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. you're starting off with three not the easiest games in the world. Yeah. So, yeah, trying to get off to a good start. All right, he's Javon Harvey. Uh, really appreciate ODU basically spending 30 minutes with us on a Wednesday afternoon sports chat. Best of luck this year. All right. Good I luck. appreciate you. Thank Thanks. you so much. All right. All right. All right. That all uh, worked out. All right. Thanks again. Thank you so much. All right. Absolutely. All right. Uh, all right. So we are. Uh, that is it for the live portion of the show, uh, Lyndon. How many interviews do you have right now? Because I still got to send you something. (laughs) It's a lot. So, okay. I have Kirk Gigiani from JMU. That would be Signetti. Signetti from JMU. We got James Carpenter and Nick Kidwell is one. Also Um, from JMU. Yeah, that's two. Caleb Hurd and Marcus Watson. That's three. Clay Clay Helton, Georgia Southern, four. four. Bryce, uh, Brequice Brown and Travis Glover, five. So you want to hear something, uh, hmm. Lyndon? What's up? Brequice Brown. Brequice Brown. Oh, Brequice. I wasn't far from. I'm in. Okay, Brequice. 
Well, Bruce Brown, that's Bruce Brown's brother. Oh, okay. From the Nuggets. He was oh. at game five. He was at game five when they won it. So that's we asked him up. about that. Okay. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We have ten, Dave. All right. And I'm still sending you some. So we'll have plenty to do tomorrow and or Friday. Um, so we'll wrap some. it up here. I will still get you some information. Let's do Clay Helton and Georgia Southern next. All right. So we'll try to do the coach and then the players. Okay. Okay. Nice. Well, we still have, you know, like one minute before we... Yeah, yeah, well, we won't hang up on you on you just yet. But, I mean, it's been great being at, at SEC Media Days up in Nashville. Yeah, how was Sun it? How's Sun your, Media Days. Been? It's been? I mean, I've been home for like, like a, a total of 10 days <laughs> yeah, since June 17th. <laughs> it is, it's July 26th. And I've been Jeez. home for like a grand total of like eleven days. Did you <laughs> uh, leave dishes when you, or did you did you clean up before you left? Because if you didn't, it's gonna be stinky. I don't think I, I don't think I messed it up too much. Okay, um, as long as you didn't leave food in your dish in your. Uh... No, I didn't. No, I didn't leave food. Okay. I, I did the super genius move. So last week, I mean, my dishwasher has issues, mm-hmm. and so we set it up for him to. Um, come by the only problem was i got a phone call as i was about to interview kool-aid mckinstry so that uh, was a problem okay so i set up a time when i wasn't going to be there and so i had to call him back and we had to change we had to change it all right okay. so then so then last week he was like all right well let's do it wednesday i said let's do it wednesday perfect and then i realized oh i'm not going to be there so mm. it's not going to get done until monday but other than that the place should be pretty clean i okay it's, it's relatively clean um only because I, I like coming home to a clean place. Yeah, no, right. I feel you. Anytime I go on vacation, I have to make sure I clean before I leave so I can come back to a clean house. I'm with you on that 100%. Also, started Justified. It's great. Yes, it is. Okay, we have Clay Helton from Georgia Southern coming up, and we will do uh, the Georgia Southern players uh, as well. We will have interviews for the rest of the show, all from Sunbelt Media Days over the next two hours, all brought to you by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International. It is a Wednesday afternoon edition of Sports Chat on 103.3 The Goat. Protect your engine with Syntec Full Synthetic Motor Oil at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec is designed for today's engines to dissipate heat and reduce friction and wear. Get five quarts of Syntec Full Synthetic in a MicroGuard Select Oil Filter for just $33.99, plus two times over rewards points. Limits apply. Choose Syntec exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post the job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200 
$1,000. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code TRAVEL for an extra $0.25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out any time right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code TRAVEL for a $0.25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code TRAVEL for $0.25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International, is Louisiana's premier employee benefits and commercial insurance brokerage. Dwight Andrus can insure just about any risk that your business faces. Dwight Andrus specializes in the construction, healthcare, real estate, and hospitality industry. Chances are, you're probably already doing business with someone who does business with Dwight Andrus. Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International, asked to speak with Harry Pata or Brant Etier. Visit them at DwightAndrusInsurance.com. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated, and it can last a lifetime. Up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires a comprehensive approach to treatment. Learn more at moretoadhd.com. This message brought to you in partnership with ADA, ACO, and CHAD. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 TQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. Mess with the goat.